The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Hello and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Mental Reps Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm so excited to be getting into our topic for today. But first and foremost, just wanted to express uh, sincere gratitude and just give a big thanks to anyone who is listening, anyone who has shot me a DM over the last few weeks and just said they enjoyed the show or something I said kind of really clicked or resonated or they were able to kind of change their perspective because of something that I that I mentioned. And that is ultimately my goal with this show is yes, I love ranting and raving and a lot of these topics I'm so incredibly passionate about. But the long and short of it is it it doesn't much matter to me and, and what I think it matters, you know, the impact that each of these episodes have. So I appreciate you all a ton. And if you are listening and you have been enjoying the show, I, I want to hear about it. I am a very big proponent of feedback um, and honest feedback at that. I think probably stems from me just being an athlete and gymnastics in general. I mean, you're striving for perfection. So having coaches my whole life in the sport of gymnastics, they were straight up like, yep, this is not good enough. Nope, this is wrong. Nope, don't do this. Nope, this is ugly. Whatever it was. So I like to think that I take pretty well to any sort of feedback, criticism, highs, lows, good, bad, ugly. So always open for any of your comments, concerns, questions as well. Um, but let's dive right in. I'm, I'm super excited for today's episode. So today's episode goes out to all of my social sallies, all of those of you out there who are just social butterflies. You've always got plans. You've always got things going on. You're invited here, there, this, that. I mean, you're on the go a ton, but you may now be trying to balance that with your health and fitness journey and some of the physical, mental, emotional goals that you now have uh, that don't maybe necessarily align with being such a social butterfly and always saying yes to whatever the plans may be. So we're going to be kind of going through, you know, how to navigate and how to balance social seasons or even a social lifestyle with your health and fitness journey. And I want to give you guys a little bit of my own personal experience as well um, towards the end of today's episode, just because as always, uh, I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't experience it myself and kind of learn how to navigate the waters. So I want to just kind of give you guys a little bit of that personal insight. uh, And hopefully you can come out of today's show with just a little bit more insight, a little bit more perspective perspective and feeling a little bit more confident in your ability to do both. Um, Because I think you can do both. I think that there doesn't need to be one or the other. This is not a black and white conversation, right? Say no, stay in, don't go, right? Like that's, that's, I mean, duh, right? That'll make your health and fitness goals a lot easier. But there's no healthy lifestyle if you're not living a life. And saying no to everything is definitely not living a life. So you want to be able to find that balance, find that sweet spot. And Of course, just like anything, it is going to be a little bit different for everyone, Um, but a lot of these kind of tips and tricks and just strategies, I guess you can say, can apply to anyone. It's just going to be about finding what works best for you. Um, And just like anything, practice makes perfect, right? You're not going to be able to balance this right off the bat, you know, a few months into the summer and it's like your first summer on your health and fitness journey and like, hey, yeah, now we care about maybe weight loss, but like I also really care about going to happy hour. Like what do I do? Um, And the reason I wanted to make this the topic for today's episode, just coming up on the summer, the warmer weather, um, I'm hearing it a ton, a ton, a ton 
from a lot of the clients and women that I work with, um, as well as just people on Instagram, people reaching out being like, yo, how do I, how do I do this? Um, because I think there is a way to do it, but it's, it's not, it's not easy. Um, and it, like I said, practice makes perfect. It's not going to happen right away. So I want to give you guys a few of my kind of tips and tricks and just things that have worked for me. Um, and then you can figure out, you know, what the heck works for you as well. Piece of advice number one, and there's a very big reason why this is number one, and a lot of people are not going to like to hear it, but your health and fitness goals take and require sacrifice. They require you to say no. They require you to give in or give up or, you know, bail out of certain pieces of your previous lifestyle. Think about it like this. If you are expecting to take on, to participate in, to basically live the life you've always lived, but be living it in a different body with a different physique, like those two things don't line up. Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you're continuing on with the same lifestyle that you have always had, why in the world are you expecting any changes or any differences in the body that you are now living it in? So right off the bat, it requires sacrifice. Balancing social seasons, balancing a social lifestyle, being a social butterfly, and also giving a crap about what your body looks and feels like. You have to be okay with saying no. And I don't mean saying no all the time. We're going to get into this a little bit, but I also don't, you know, I don't want you guys to be resentful of that. You have to be okay with those sacrifices. When you start your health and fitness journey, you embark on the, I want to become the best, healthiest, fittest, most badass version of myself. You have to be okay with the fine print. You have to be okay with what you're signing up for. You have to read through the whole contract, so to speak. And in that contract, it does require sacrifice. It requires you to say no. It requires you to opt for some different choices, some different options, some different things that align with the new you, not the old you. So, and, and I think it's annoying too, because I mean, like I said, I'm all for balance. I'm all for, you know, you can do it both, but I think that it's kind of misinterpreted and, and mispresented even in social media with a lot of different influencers and people and, and, and people who are doing both, like they don't really tell you how to get there. A lot of times when you are thinking about, you know, a certain someone you follow on Instagram and they are like shredded queen, they look so good. They're so fit. Maybe they have like your goal body and they're out every other night. They're out with friends. Then they're getting burgers and then they're out drinking and this and that. And it's, and it's like, you can do both, but like, no, not everyone can do both. And that sucks to say, but that is the truth of it. Not everyone can balance both. So for Sister Sally, who's on Instagram doing all of those things and still looks amazing, I guarantee she's 10, 15 plus years into figuring out what this balance is. So it's almost unfair for her in that position to be promoting and presenting this information like, hey, you can do both to someone who's maybe only... 10, 15 days into their health and fitness journey and then trying to do both and getting frustrated with the fact that they're not seeing any results from the hard work they're putting in. So you can't. You have to be able to sacrifice. You have to be able to pick and choose what it is you participate in, what it is matters most to you. And for most people starting their health and fitness journey, I'm talking about like even a year in, two years in, if you are brand spanking new to this and haven't quite you know, hit your goals yet, this is not the time for you to be like, oh, okay, she said I can go to happy hours and, and brunches and now I'm out on the town and I'm going out and I'm doing this. Like, And and hear me out, that's all fine and good. You can go do that. But I'm, but I'm, not, I'm not saying no, but 
don't expect then any of the shit that you're doing for your health and fitness journey it, to work. It's not. It's not going to. Okay, because a lot of times, and I'm using weight loss specifically as the goal, because I think for summer and summer seasons, that's typically, you know, goal number one is just leaning down a little bit. Um, but for you to lose weight, you can't put your body in non-optimal situations multiple times a week and then expect shit to happen. It's it's very hard to lose weight and to introduce so many external factors that we know make it harder and then be like, it's not working. Like, you have to be okay with saying no. And if you're saying no, you can't be resentful about it right? You can't then hate the gym the next day because you didn't go out with your friends the night before. You can't have, you know, extreme FOMO over the fact that you didn't go out on, I don't know, whatever it's going to be, whatever you said no to, you can't then beat yourself up over it and get annoyed and get sad and get frustrated and then hate your health and fitness journey. And then, oh my gosh, this is spiraling. Like if you can understand, again, reading the fine print, if you can understand that starting your health and fitness journey is about becoming the best version of yourself, there should be no sacrifice that you make that causes you to be resentful. Like how, how are you going to be resentful towards the fact that you're bettering you? You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I look at a ton with myself as well. Usually when it comes to me, it's either social events, certain foods, desserts, drinks, whatever, you name it. Like saying no or sacrificing some things, sometimes I get annoyed because I'm like, fuck, yeah. Like I just, I want, you know, six more pieces of cake. I want to have a few more drinks. I want to go, you know, balls to the wall in this delicious creamy pasta dish for dinner. But at the end of the day, doing all those things and having been in situations where I did do all of those things and never, ever once felt better because of it, it just takes me a second to reflect and be like, no, dude, like you can't get mad that you're not doing that when you're putting in all this work on the, on the outside and you want that to shine through, right? That's becoming the best version of yourself. The creamy bowl of pasta and the 15 pieces of cake is not becoming the best version of yourself. So step number one in finding that balance is finding where you can sacrifice. And again, this is going to be different for everyone. Um, some general you know, ideas could be either A, saying no to certain events. Um, if you are someone who is involved in a friend group who's out every other night or they're always doing something or there's a million things around you, like saying no to going out all of the time instead of going out four nights for the week, go out two nights for the week. Instead of participating in Friday happy hour, Saturday day drinking, and Sunday brunch, maybe you're going to bypass happy hour and brunch and you're really just going to have a fun day on Saturday. Like saying no to participating could be option number one. Um, another way to kind of make sacrifices and make that work is going to be saying no to certain things while you're there. Like, hey, you can go to happy hour. Like who says you have to drink? Who says you need to have six drinks at happy hour? Who says you need to have six drinks and then order the nachos? Like go, be present, maybe order a, a water or a lemonade or a soda or maybe have one drink, right? Saying no and making sacrifices to your consumption while you're in those situations also does help a lot. So if you are someone who gets like extreme FOMO, you see everyone out to brunch on Sunday and you know you're going to lose your shit if you're not there, then go. But again, then you have bypassed option number one of sacrificing the events. So you have to rely on option number two of sacrificing your consumption. When you are at brunch, we are not ordering the Nutella stuffed French toast. I'm sorry, we're not, right? If you have health and fitness goals that matter enough to you, Nutella stuffed French toast is going to make those goals a lot harder. Impossible? No. But again, we're speaking in general terms. It's going to make them harder. So you know, okay, cool. We're going to brunch. We said we're going to do it. But you're going to be 1% better while you're there. 
And that kind of brings me to point number two is finding those 1% better options. That is what allows you to still participate in a lot of your events, a lot of your social seasons, but not go totally balls to the wall overboard and feeling like crap the next day. Because we all know what that feels like. Everybody listening to this right now knows exactly what I'm talking about when you either A, eat or B, drink too much. It doesn't feel good. Either you're way too stuffed or you're incredibly hungover and both of those feelings fucking suck. Okay, so finding 1% better choices when you do head out to brunch instead of the Nutella stuffed French toast that you're like, fuck, dude, that sounds so good. Like, no, we are the new version of you. We are the fit version of you. We are the healthy version of you. Let's order the omelet with a side of toast. Let's order the, I don't know, just the eggs Benedict. Let's order something that has, you know, some protein in it, something that allows you to stay on track with your goals, something that is considered to be 1% better. And again, going back to kind of my original point with, you know, the girl you see on Instagram who does it all, like I can guarantee that she has become such a queen of sacrifices and it's become such an easy part of her routine that when she heads out to brunch, she's not even thinking about ordering the pancakes, the waffle, the French toast, the, you know, double decker ice cream. It's not happening. She's ordering something that she knows is going to make her feel good and allows her to continue that balance because there is no balance. Balancing your health and fitness journey and a social season does not look like hitting the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but then going balls to the wall Friday night, going all out Saturday day drinking, and then ordering the Nutella French toast Sunday morning. That's not a balance. And some people think that it is. I hit the gym all week long. I deserve this. I need this, right? I earn this. And at the end of the day, if you're looking at the actions necessary in your health and fitness journey as a kind of, you know, incentive to be able to go eat and drink and do whatever you want, I'm sorry, you're going to be spinning your wheels for a long time before you see any sort of progress at all. That's, that's not a balance. And at the end of the day too, like you should want to keep that going. You should want to continue that momentum. If you hit the gym Monday through Friday, fuck yeah, like good for you. Don't go blow it on some crap food, nachos, way too many drinks Friday at happy hour. Like why? right? You put in all that work. So obviously you care about your body. Obviously you care about your health and fitness goals. Obviously that matters to you. So why does it stop mattering when you get to happy hour on Friday? Think about that. Like that makes no sense at all. So this is a very long winded segment, but of course this is just, this is where I struggled the most is I was always, yes, let's do this. Yes, let's do that. And I I could never sacrifice what I wanted to eat or what I wanted to drink. I I wanted it. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to get the Nutella French toast. Why? Because it sounds great. And then what would happen? I eat the Nutella French toast. I feel like crap because I weigh over eight. I'm super stuffed. And then I'm annoyed with myself because I worked so hard all week long. I could have made a better choice. And does that sound super hard on me and super? Yeah, of course. You guys know me by now. Like I'm very self-disciplined. I'm very hard on myself. I'm my own biggest critic. And I know that. But at the end of the day, that's what allows me to succeed in my health and fitness journey is ordering that Nutella French toast, learning from that experience of like, yeah, don't feel my best, and then making a different decision the next time. Because if I go back out to brunch next weekend and I order a fat stack of chocolate banana pancakes, did I learn anything? No. Am I now doing the same actions again for another week? Yeah. Is that going to get me anywhere? No, absolutely not. So learning how to make sacrifices that works best for you. If you are going to have terrible FOMO, then go. 
But when you go, you have to make those 1% better choices. Same thing applies for drinks and alcohol as well. If you are out at happy hour, we can order, you know, vodka sodas. We can order tequila soda. We can order, you know, diet Coke and, and rum. We can order different drinks that are a little bit lower in calorie and you're able to balance a little bit better. If you're going out and getting like the fancy schmancy cocktail frozen something something that comes in what looks like a pitcher rather than a glass, that's not going to help you get to your goals. If you're going out and get margaritas with the girls and they serve you a margarita that you could fit your head in, like that's not going to be helpful, right? That's not where we need to be. And if you know damn well that the place you're going serves drinks the size of your head, then either A, split a drink with a friend or B, opt for something 1% better. Maybe you're not drinking. You're just having a little bit of chips and guac while you're there. And you have to be okay with that. You can't sit at the table then grumpy because I couldn't order a margarita because I'm trying to lose stupid weight and I hate that, that, da, 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 da. That's not going to get you anywhere. You're just talking yourself into a hole and then what's going to happen? 20 minutes later, you're going to order the margarita. And then you're going to say, fuck, why did I do that? I was doing good. Like you have to be, you now and the healthiest version of you that you're trying to become have to be one and the same. You guys have to be BFFs. You have to be on the same page. You cannot be, you know, mortal enemies fighting each other all day long of the you now wants a margarita the size of your head, but the you, you know, 10 months from now wants to be a skinny fit queen. And then you're battling each other. Get the margarita. Don't get the margarita. Get the margarita. Don't get, stop. You guys have to be on the same page. You have to have your goals aligned now and what you want in the future because you can't become the person you are in the future without being that person right now. So sacrifices and 1% better. And moving on to my next tip, communication. Communication is going to be so key, especially if you have like a core group of friends that you're always out with or that are always inviting you out or every time you go to wherever it is, you're with that same group, 5, 10, 15, whoever, however many people, maybe it's two or three. Like if you have a close knit group, even better, but communicating what the heck you're trying to do and why and why it matters. Because a lot of times what I hear and what I've dealt with personally is like a little bit of that peer pressure. Right, you are out and you are like, all right, I'm I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna be one percent better because I listened to Dee's podcast and she said I have to be one percent better and I'm gonna make a few sacrifices, but I'm gonna go because I wanna go. Perfect. We are in the perfect mindset. We're gonna crush it, we're gonna kill it, we're gonna find that balance tonight. Let's do it. But then you get there and your friends are like, oh, come on, just order this. Oh, come on. It's not going to matter. Who cares? Right. You went to the gym this morning. Just get the margarita. Like we hear these things all the time. And I heard a lot of this right in my last like semester of college when I was done with gymnastics and I started like lifting and kind of figuring out that whole situation. And I still wanted to go and enjoy my last semester with or not even semester it was the last like month um, of college. <clears throat> excuse me, and a lot of my friends and teammates didn't really understand what I was doing. So communication, tell them why you're not ordering the margarita the size of your head. Tell them ahead of time that you're going to come, but you're not really going to drink tonight. Communicate the fact that you are on your health and fitness journey and, you know, these are your goals, X, Y, Z. And it doesn't need to be this super formal, you know, sit all of your closest friends down or, or put everyone in a group chat and you know, lay out exactly what we're trying to do from point A to point B. And I'm trying to lose this much weight, like 
just tell them, be straight up. If they're your friends, they're going to understand and they're going to support you at least a little bit. Right. So communicating like, Hey guys, I'm just, I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight for the summer. And a lot of times when I go out to happy hour, I mean, you guys know me, right. I'm ordering all the drinks, all the food. Like I'm going to try to just scale back a little bit, but I still want to come. I still want to be there. I still want to enjoy my time. So I'm just letting you guys know now, right. Something super small like that. When you get there, nobody's going to be like, Oh my gosh, she's not ordering another drink. I'm offended. And you will for sure have friends who are going to continue to push and continue to push and continue to push. We'll just have a sip of mine. We'll just get a small one. We'll just do this and just do that. Stick to your guns, girlfriend. That is tip number whatever we're on, three, four, five, whatever. Stick to your guns. If you had that conversation, you communicated to your friends what your expectations are for the night, the weekend, the evening, whatever, stick to it. Because if that one friend continues to push and push and push and push and you give in, oh my gosh, you just open the floodgates of every other time you go out, they're going to come up with some reason to push and push and push and they're going to expect you to give in because why? You already did. And you already reaffirmed to them that like whatever the conversation you had, whatever your goals are, really aren't that important because you said it, but your actions said otherwise, right? And actions always speak louder than words. So if you're going to go out of your way to communicate, which I highly recommend, especially if you have those good couple friends who will push and not in a bad way, they want you to have fun. They want you to enjoy your Friday night. They know you worked hard all week long. Like they're not doing it in a negative way, but without realizing it, they're making your goals a lot harder, right? So if you're going to go out of your way to have that conversation with them, to communicate, to maybe be a little bit vulnerable, like you have to stick with it. Otherwise, it's not going to matter. And that conversation is going to go way over their head because you just showed them in actions that that conversation was bullshit. So if you're going to do that and you're going to embark on your health and fitness journey, like you have to stick to your guns, right? You have to allow yourself, you know, a game plan and then following through on that game plan. Because then what happens too is you then kept the promise that you made to yourself. You built up that confidence in you that, hey, yeah, wait a second. I can I can do this. I can go out. I can enjoy time with my friends. I don't need to be blackout drunk and doing all these things. Like, I got this. You're building now that confidence in you that you can balance both. And then, hey, guess what? Practice makes perfect. You're going to do that a good few times. And then you're going to be at the point where like you don't have any fear or hesitation with going out because you know what sacrifices to make. You know what works for you and you trust yourself enough to stick with it. That is a very big piece of this. And the longer you do that for, the less and less that one friend or few friends is going to start pushing, the less they're going to say, well, why aren't you? They already know. They know exactly what to expect when you're going out with them, right? They know you're going to have a fun time, but you're not going to go crazy. They know when everyone's ordering pizzas at the end of the night, you're going to skip out on a slice, right? They already know these things and eventually they're going to get tired of bugging you and picking and prodding and saying, hey, why? Hey, this, hey, that. They're just going to shut the fuck up. But you have to stick to your guns. You have to follow through and stick with it for that to happen. Otherwise, they're just going to keep picking the scab. And eventually, it's going to pull right off and you're going to say, fuck yeah, give me a slice. Fuck yeah, order that margarita. Fuck yeah. Like, there's then there's no point in any of that. You're fueling their fire. And from personal experience, just because I'm trying to give you guys a little bit of insight that like I have been in your shoes. I've done each of these things for so long. The longer you stick to it, one, the better you're going to look the better you're going to feel, right? Your health and fitness journey is working. Maybe you lost five pounds, 10 pounds. And then guess what? Your friends are going to notice. Those same friends that were poking you and pushing you to order that margarita 
are going to say, wow, wait, hold on. You look really good. Like, oh my gosh, wait, did you lose weight? Did this, did that, did this, did that? And then it's going to go a step further and they're going to ask you for advice. And this to me is just, it warms my heart. I have a smile on my face right now talking about it because it has happened to me on multiple occasions where I'm like, huh, you made fun of me for not ordering another drink. You told me I was a loser because I didn't want to go out on Friday night. You, you know, pushed me to get this and do that. And I kept saying no. And, you know, hi, hey, now we're a few months down the line and you're asking me for some advice because, hey, guess what? You also want to lose some weight. You also want to lean down for, for the summer. You also want to do all these things. And again, to this point, a lot of times, unfortunately, the friends in your social settings who are pushing you to do the thing that you kind of already expressed you don't want to do from like a consumption standpoint are usually the people who are a little bit jealous and probably want to be doing what you're doing, but they haven't quite figured out how to do it yet right? Maybe that friend, excuse me, does want to lose weight as well. And she sees you making those sacrifices. She sees you in the gym Monday through Friday. She sees you going out and saying no to the nachos when she hasn't quite figured out how to say no yet. She hasn't quite figured out what her gym schedule looks like. She hasn't quite figured out what that balance is. So it's going to be a lot easier for her to poke and poke and poke at you to get you to kind of join in. So she feels a little bit better about herself. And it sucks. And that's a terrible situation to be in. I have been in both shoes and it's never a fun spot. But I think at the end of the day, if you can take a step back, zoom out a little bit and kind of understand that you're going to have a lot easier time sticking to what you want to do. And you're going to be able to relate to him, her, whoever on a much personal level later down the line when they're like, um, hey, so I I, see you usually go to the gym on, uh, on Fridays. Should I? I think I might come tomorrow. Right? Like support the hell out of that. Support the fuck out of your friends who are coming back full circle and trying to jump on the health and fitness bandwagon with you. Support the shit out of it. Okay. Don't say, oh, now you want to, nope, leave all that crap behind. Be the bigger person, support your friend. And then when you go out, you know, moving forward, you're going to have an accountability partner who you, the both of you now together can stick to your guns, can make sacrifices, can be 1% better. And that's a really cool spot to be in. And then guess what? Step further, you now do that with one person and then another person jumps on another person. And you are now surrounded by a group of friends who all have the same values as you do. And this is like best case scenario. Obviously, this does not happen a lot. This does not happen with everyone. And unfortunately, you may have to lose some friends through this health and fitness journey. But at the end of the day, the people who stick around and the people who make that transformation, those are the people you want to be around. Not the people in the social settings who are always pushing, always cranky, always, why are you not doing this? Why are you? Oh, you're no fun. Those are not the people. Those are not your friends. Because going on your health and fitness journey is about being the best version of you. And if someone's pushing you to do things that make that harder, then they don't want to see you succeed. They don't want you to become the best version of you. And maybe they're threatened by that, or maybe they're just jealous. We don't really know. But at the end of the day, your friends will start to align with your goals if you continue to stick with it. Another thing that I like to do that kind of helps me balance this is to find a balance. And what I mean by that is pairing certain events, certain outings, certain times with certain times in my health and fitness journey. So for example, if I know I got invited to go out Friday night, we've got plans to to do dinner, then we're hitting the bars, we're whatever. There's going to be a pretty hefty amount of food and drinks and just great. What I will do is then pair that with something in my health and fitness journey that I know might make that a little easier. For example, Friday morning, I would be hitting a fat leg day. 
right? I'm going to, you know, get in the gym. I'm going to crush my workout. I'm going to feel super good. And then a little bit of the excess calories from that night can then help repair, recover, refuel, and grow my legs. Is that a one-to-one situation? No, of course not. It's not like, oh, I hit legs in the morning. All of the drinks that I ate, drank last night went straight to growing my quads. Like it doesn't work like that, but it helps to know that you crushed your morning. You did what you needed to do. You burned a ton of calories. You did your lift, whatever it was. And then you can pair that with a night out instead of pairing your crazy night out with a rest day, right? Try to make it a very even balance of calories in calories out on situations like that. Same thing applies for like a vacation, right? If we're balancing a social season, you are going on vacation with your besties and we know for a fact there's no gym around. You're going to have very minimal, you know, control over your food. It's kind of kind of be a free for all for a good few days. That's fine, right? Going back to sacrifices, 1% better, communication, all those things still apply. But prior to, you want to find a balance by making sure that you absolutely demolish your workouts all week leading up. You are crushing your macros. You're drinking all of the water. You are being the fit queen that you know you can be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday before you leave for vacay on Friday, right? So kind of just balancing it out in that sense too. And again, that is not the super sustainable way to go about things, right? You don't go hard for half the week to go completely off for the other half of the week, but finding a balance in there that allows you to not be in the all or nothing mindset for social seasons and social events is going to be super, super key. So that's kind of what I like to do in order to balance things out. Again, if I know I'm going to be out and about all day and I've got a lot of things going on, I might wake up a little earlier that morning and at least try to get a walk in, at least try to get some movement in, at least try to get, you know, some steps in, just balancing it out a little bit. Um, And a lot of times it's going to take some extra effort on your end right? If you are heading out on vacation, it might take some extra work to look up, you know, gyms near me or see if they do guest passes or day passes or see if there's a grocery store nearby. It's going to require effort to balance your health and fitness journey and being a social butterfly. And what's really cool is you are in control. So if you want that balance, you want to be the girl who can do both. You want to be, you know, that girl on Instagram who you keep seeing, who's doing all that shit. You can do it, but it's going to take a lot more effort on your end. And that is something that I have learned and been completely okay with. Like, oh, you're going to tell me that I'm going to be on vacation for a week and we're staying at an Airbnb. Like, fuck yes, I will be the one to hop in the car and hit the grocery store for everyone so that the house has some good food options. Hell yes, I will be the one to prep some food and have some things in the fridge ready to go so that if lunch is on the go for the day, we can pack some things and head out. I will absolutely be the one to buy the Uber to get us to the gym if anyone else wants to kind of hit a workout before we're sitting on the beach all day. Like I'm more than okay being that bitch who puts in that extra stupid amount of effort that maybe nobody else wants to do because I know at the end of the day, doing those things is going to allow me to feel better. It's going to allow me to balance things a little bit better and it's going to allow me to show up as the person I want to be. Because I have become a full-on gym addict at this point. And I know if I'm sitting on the beach completely stationary for the entire day, days and days and days and days and days and days on end on vacation, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to lose my mind. So for me, it's so much more helpful to get up a little earlier. Oh, I don't want to wake up on vacation. Just get up. Get the fuck up. You're going to be so glad you did. Get a workout in. Then go sit on the beach. For me, I'll be a lot less anxious while I'm sitting on the beach. I'll be a lot less cranky. I will probably be in a much better mood and I'm going to be much more inclined to follow through on my healthy habits if I balanced it out with something that I enjoy, aka a workout, in the morning. 
So regardless if that's a vacation, if that's a weekend away, if it's just even a night or a day where you guys have like something planned, go be the best version of yourself in the morning before those plans start. I guarantee it's going to be a lot easier to stick to your guns and to make those sacrifices if you already started your day with that in mind and with that mindset in play. So know that it is more than okay to be out of your control, be you know in situations where you can't control certain aspects. That's fine. But you also have to look at those situations and ask yourself, like, if I put in more effort, can I make this work a little bit better for me? And again, all of this advice is is with the understanding that your health and fitness goals matter enough to you. If they don't, then you can totally ignore everything that I'm saying. And you want to go just sit as a beach bum for a week and a half, then go freaking do it. That sounds amazing. Right. But if you are someone who's trying to balance both or trying to show up as a different person, you have to be okay with putting in that effort. So be that friend who goes above and beyond. Be that annoying friend who is looking up the menu for where you're eating beforehand. Be the person who is looking up gyms nearby or finding certain swaps or asking the waiter to put the dressing on the side. It sounds so small, but being that person in your social settings, it's going to take practice because you're going to be a little uncomfortable and your friends are going to look at you twice when you're like being annoying to the waiter who's whatever, but be okay being that person because you know, at the end of the day, showing up as her now will allow you to hit the goals that you have five, six, seven, eight months from now. And last but not least, just remember that if this is the case and you are doing all of these things and you're making all these changes that some of your friends, family, whoever, they may need to re-meet you. They may need to re-meet like the new you, the new girl, the new whatever who has a different take on a lot of these events, has a different, you know, goal in mind, has a different mindset heading in. Like people are not going to understand why you are not the old version of you who's, you know, blacking out every night and ordering all these food and like, oh, you were so much more fun last year. Like you're going to get those kinds of comments if you are now you know, outwardly showing those sacrifices, those 1% better doing things that people around you are not used to you doing. And I think the hardest, I think that the reason why people have the hardest time balancing these events, yes, it is a little bit internal, right? You want to go have those drinks. You want to go have that food. You want to go do this, do that, say yes, go here, go there. You want to do all those things. But again, I think it, it adds an extra layer when you're doing all of those things as a new you and then experiencing all of this peer pressure, guilt, comments, you know, shade, thrown your way from the people who are not used to you being that way. And I think it's easy to say, like, just ignore them. But it's really hard in that moment. So I want you to know that you are not alone. Um, And being in that situation personally for so many months, even years where everyone was like, oh, my gosh, like, of course, she's not drinking. Oh, of course, she's going to the gym in the morning. You know what I say? I put a smile on my face and say, yes, I am. Absolutely. I'm going to the gym. You want to come? right? Like throw it on them. Because like I said, going back to what I mentioned, a lot of times your friends have to re-meet the new you. And a lot of them are going to be jealous of the new you because who, who's not jealous of someone who is just so deep rooted in being the best version of themselves? Like that's freaking awesome. And a lot of times it's intimidating because a lot of people out there are not trying to do that. And they're okay kind of doing the status quo, doing the bare minimum, whatever. So when you show up as this, you know, super, confident, super, you know, disciplined version of you that they're not used to, like they're going to be taken back a little bit. 
So be okay with the fact that you may need to reintroduce the new you to some of your friends and family and give them time to adjust as well. It's it's really all a balancing game. And the last thing I want for anyone listening to this is to think that this is going to be easy. Um, I have been on my health and fitness journey for longer than I can even say, and I still struggle with this a lot. Um, but what I have done is surround myself with people who understand what I'm doing, understand when I say, nah, it's all right, I don't want, you know, whatever it is, because chances are they're kind of in the same boat. And they understand my priorities. They understand what I'm trying to do. And they understand that like there's a time and a place for everything. And they also understand that if they're ordering dessert, fuck yeah, I'm going to order one. I'm going to have this. I'm like, I'm never going to say no to things that I absolutely love, but I'm also not going to say yes to them every single time. And that's where that balance comes into play. So you can do both. It's just going to take a lot of time, a lot of practice, a lot of years even. So be okay playing the long game because I guarantee it will pay off. And I guarantee you're going to look back, you know, six, seven months from now and be like, I'm so glad that I did X, Y, and Z. And I have so much trust in myself now that I can show up as that person. So I think that's that's the, the major piece at the end of the day. And I think navigating social seasons, social events, being a social butterfly, it does, yes, make your health and fitness journey a little bit harder, but that's what life is about. You're not living to go to the gym, right? You're not living to track your macros. You're doing all of those things so you can live your best life. So finding kind of what works best for both, that's going to be the name of the game. Hopefully this was helpful heading into the summer, the warmer months, the warmer weather. And if you guys have any questions at all, any feedback, please, please, please send it my way. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in.